Greetings, dear friends. This is Jessica, your host with Change Is Within Us, a podcast that offers healthy tips, habits, insights, and real-life stories to help guide you along your journey. If you'd like to connect via social media, you can find me on Instagram at Jessica and Patterson. And if you have any subjects you'd like to go over, any feedback, comments, please feel free to shoot me a DM. And without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Hello. <laughs> it is a beautiful day here in Colorado. It's sunny. It's nice. Last few days have been really rainy and just cloudy. And I don't know about you, but the rain puts me in a mood. When I say mood, I'm talking run in the rain, emotional cry, midway through stop, question all of life's decisions, wonder if I'm doing the right thing, if everything's going to be okay. And just this feeling of uncertainty. And it's interesting that the weather can be so impactful of our moods, but it truly is. And I had sat with this feeling the last couple days of feeling sad, mourning a loss. And I'm going to share a little life story, um, a big reason why I've kind of pulled away and been just so absent. And a couple months ago, I had gotten offered what I had thought was my dream job. You know, that job where you're like, everything is way too good for this to be real. And it was. My first mistake was creating false expectations. There's this really funny TikTok going around that's like, oops, I created a false reality. And I did that. And I've done that a lot. I don't think I'm alone in that, where you believe something is going to unfold and it just goes a totally different direction. So I got this dream job. I was managing a studio brand new in Rhino, a beautiful part of Denver that I just, it's very artsy. <laughs> artsy is to say the least. There's graffiti everywhere and it's just, it's beautiful. And And when I say graffiti everywhere, I'm talking like artwork. You could go down these alleys and it's just amazing to see what people have painted and drawn and just all the creativity that sits in that area. And so for me, I was super excited and ultimately um, teaching yoga at multiple studios is a lot on your body and driving. So knowing I could just have one home base that I get to create, that gets to be my baby, meant a lot to me. And I I couldn't talk about this for super long because there was just a bunch of legal stuff going around it. And at this time that I ran the studio, sorry guys, I am everywhere. I promise I'll get, I'll I'll get to it. It's some juicy news and I'm, I'm happy that I can be honest and authentic about it because not really speaking about this to many people definitely did a number on my, my throat, my heart. And the only way to process hard things is to confront them and look at every single lesson that you learned from it and what you want to take away from it. Because 
the more we hold on to pain or we divert that and say, okay, I don't want to face this, we ultimately store it in our bodies or in our emotions. And so I opened this studio and it's a rough, rocky start. The assistant manager I had was, she had a lot going on. I don't blame her for what she had going on. She had school and she was taking on all these classes and it became overwhelming. So she also was getting sick a lot, which was very strange. She was getting sick all the time (laughs) and I was covering a lot of classes and managing 40 hours a week. I hit a burnout point and got really, really sick. And I believed that I was sick because of how much I was teaching in a heated studio at 104 with 40% humidity. I got to a point where I lost my voice. And as a teacher, your voice is very important. And for me, my voice has always been something that I've been insecure about. I've been weird about speaking publicly has always been very scary for me and it's funny that now it's something I want to do and it's something that I've wanted to confront so losing my voice was hard and I continued to push it and teach until one day I noticed some mold in um, the bathroom and At that time, I was so overwhelmed, I I just didn't know what to do, and so I told the owner, who lives out of state, about about it, and he kind of brushed it off and got to a point where I was so sick, I couldn't get out of bed. I physically had nothing left to give, and when you are in charge of a business, and it's your baby, and you can't show up, it just beats you down even more because you'll work yourself to the dirt to make sure it's successful and when you physically can't you feel really defeated i ended up getting covid and i didn't think much of the black mold i just kind of ignored it i was like okay there's some mold there um i'll quarantine for you know 14 days and then i'll come back to work and i'll, I'll figure it out everything will be okay we'll get it fixed when i get back to work And sure enough, life gets busy and the owner's like, we're going to have someone come out there. We'll be on it. Just give it some time. We got to fix this humidity issue that we have. Um, When you run a hot studio, there's a lot of humid air. And if there's no escape, that air just plays in the ceiling, hangs out, hangs out with all that organic material, having a blast. It's just a, a beautiful environment for black mold to grow. Let me hold. They send people in to look at our HVAC to see what the issue is. And the owner at the time just said, hey, you know, we got to fix the HVAC before we can do anything with the mold and we have to run business. So that's, that's what it is. And in my heart, I knew I wasn't okay with that. And I didn't know much about black mold. I didn't know how harmful it could be. And I just continued to get sick and sick and I could never get better. And I ultimately believed it was because I was teaching five classes a day in a heated room, sweating and just abusing my body. And I quit rock climbing, I quit running, I quit weight training because again, all I wanted to do was make this work. It's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to make it work. 
I believed so much so that everything would be okay. And sure enough, it got to the point where the mold got worse and worse, and we had so much humidity in the ceiling that the ceiling tiles were falling through. And I got to a point where a ceiling tile fell through right when I was about to teach a class, and I, I wanted to cry because I was like, how am I going to clean this up? What, what, what do I do? Like, I have five minutes before class starts. And I look up in the ceiling, and all along the top wall is mold. And I am like, what? And I talked to some of my friends and family about how I was feeling and how sick I was feeling and how much time I was spending at that studio. And everyone said, Jess, black mold is really bad for you. So, so bad. And you being in it that much is why you're not getting better. As a matter of fact, you could have mold poisoning. I sat with that and I sat with knowing that other people are in this studio and this is a place for people to be healthy, for people to come and relax and unwind and feel safe. And in tune, this baby that I had, this this thing that I built was hurting people, not helping people. And the person who owns it didn't want to come, didn't want to see what was going on, and I felt lost, alone, scared, and I felt like a bad person because I didn't know what to do. And so I sat with that feeling, and ultimately I decided that I couldn't do this anymore and that I refused to work or run a business and put anybody anybody's health at jeopardy it wasn't right so I told him no I'm not doing this anymore I stood up for myself and sure enough the studio was shut down for repair it was shut down for repair in January 2022 and as of yesterday they have announced that they will be permanently shutting down after months of telling me, telling the students that everything was going to be fine and it would be fixed. Now, there's a lot when it comes to a new building and a hot studio and contractors, a big lawsuit between who's who's at fault for the build-out not being correct. And in that time, I wasn't able to teach, which is my passion. It is, it is the way that I can give back. It is, it is the, the thing that holds me down and keeps me humble, happy. It's, it's my life. I can't express how, how sad I was to not be able to see my students and to be told that if I look for other work during this time, me being the only full-time employee, that I would, would not get paid or I'd have to back pay my salary and they said well you're gonna now do computer work for our other studios fine got it you know I didn't I didn't expect it to be this long I, I was told oh one week one week became three weeks and sure enough here we are two months out and it again didn't sit right with me a second time I didn't know what to do but 
when you find out what's not in alignment with you, it feels good to come back home to what is, to the things that are important. Now, this company, their their values were a lot different than what I initially like when it comes to me teaching. I, I like to be creative, and some of my favorite parts about teaching are creating flows that are going to give people a wide range of movement that's safe, that helps them feel empowered, and helps them build if it's strength, if it's learning to let go, or even if it's getting into those deeper stretches. Ultimately, the creative process is important to me. And the company I was working for um, decided that they wanted everybody to be this very similar in their energy and in the way that they teach and the way that they speak. I have a soft voice. I love my voice. I, I love it. I love who I am and I can still teach high energy classes and still have this this voice. But right from the get-go, they had asked me to change a lot of parts about my teaching that didn't sit well with me. But again, like when you think that you have a good opportunity and you want to do well, you'll change things about yourself that are non-negotiables, but you'll do it because you think that it's going to make you a better person. It's going to make others like you more. Here's the thing. Jobs can help you grow and develop, but if you're asked to change who you are, how you speak, and when it's not like you were speaking badly or you weren't doing well, it's just they don't want you to be who you are. They want you to be who they are. Everybody is different. Every company is different. I learned I am not a corporate yoga kind of person. I, it's not for me. I, I need, I need my creative space. I gotta be creative. So with all of these things coming together and having this time to sit and realize the values of this company and some of the things that they were doing that just felt wrong. I ultimately decided to leave before they closed. I stepped down as a studio manager. And to help them transition, I offered to teach classes until they um, find some new teachers once they reopen and to be a support in any way that they need. But I couldn't be a studio manager and I didn't resonate with the work that they had me doing at the time. Didn't feel authentic to me. And I settled into that decision. And once I had made that choice, I was able to actively look for other jobs as they were no longer paying me as an employee and I was an independent contractor. I found a couple other studios and I went back to some of the ones that I was teaching at prior to. And I got back to teaching the way that I teach, my style of yoga, what's comfortable to me and what my students love. And the students from you know, from my old studio, the one I was managing, transitioned over and they were just as happy and even said, hey, you seem like you're you're enjoying this more. You seem happier and I don't know what it is. I know what it is. It's it's that letting go of people controlling you and putting false hope. I mean, I I don't know, I wish that I wish that company the best. I wanna have no negative things with them, but when you let go 
of the things that you're so fearful of losing and you're open to what the universe wants to give you, things unravel. You attract new things. I lived in fear that I wouldn't have another job and then it would be hard to find other places and all these things my mind likes to make up. But the truth is, I, I found other places that, that want me there for me because of who I am, because the way that I speak. And they don't ask me to change. Yeah, every place has guidelines and things that they ask like, hey, can you you know, stay within this range of, you know, format or whatever else. Yes, there are sometimes things like that, unless you own your own business and you have your own studio, but it's different. It's so different. There's like a freeing feeling to it. I can't describe, but yep, yesterday news was officially released that they would not be reopening and they're going to permanently close after having issues with mold removal issues with HVAC problems so many issues and I, I I feel for the company because I know it's a huge loss and I couldn't imagine the amount of money that went into those repairs that now are just going to go down the drain and there's incredible loss for my students I miss them dearly so, so much. And some of the ones that I've transitioned to Yoga Box and some of the other places I teach, I'm I'm super thrilled. But here's the thing, like, when you realize what you don't want, you don't continue to look for that. And you don't take anything less than what you deserve. And when you start to live within that intention and you really focus on your values and when you see something that is just not in alignment and you pull away from it, you're open to other things. But if you dive into something because of fear, because of wanting the world to perceive you a certain way, then that's when things can get kind of dark. And so yesterday in my rainy run... I felt sad. I felt lost and scared. And as the rain hit my face, I just felt this cool, refreshing, it's going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. Have faith, trust. And with that, weather slowly cleared. And the sun's back out today. I realize that to have highs, you have to have lows. You must know what it is to not be valued, to learn how important it is when you are valued. So ultimately, friends, when it rains, mood sets in. You're reminded of hard times, loss. I want you to remember that those storms pass, but they teach us so much. And when those storms come, it's time for retrospection.
Hello. <laughs> it is a beautiful day here in Colorado. It's sunny. It's nice. The last few days have been really rainy and just cloudy. And I don't know about you, but the rain puts me in a mood. When I say mood, I'm talking run in the rain, emotional cry, midway through stop, question all of life life's decisions, wonder if I'm doing the right thing, if everything's going to be okay, and just this feeling of uncertainty. And it's interesting that the weather can be so impactful of our moods, but it truly is. And I had sat with this feeling the last couple days of feeling sad, mourning a loss. And I'm going to share a little life story, um, a big reason why I've kind of pulled away and been just so absent. And a couple months ago, I had gotten offered what I had thought was my dream job. You know, that job where you're like, everything is way too good for this to be real. And it was. My first mistake was creating false expectations. There's this really funny TikTok going around that's like, oops, I created a false reality. And I did that. And I've done that a lot. I don't think I'm alone in that, where you believe something is going to unfold and it just goes a totally different direction. So I got this dream job. I was managing a studio brand new in Rhino, a beautiful part of Denver that I just, it's very artsy. <laughs> artsy is to say the least. There's graffiti everywhere and it's just, it's beautiful. And and when I say graffiti everywhere, I'm talking like artwork. You could go down these alleys and it's just amazing to see what people have painted and drawn and just all the creativity that sits in that area. And so for me, I was super excited and ultimately um, teaching yoga at multiple studios is a lot on your body and driving. So knowing I could just have one home base that I get to create, that gets to be my baby, meant a lot to me. And I, I couldn't talk about this for super long because there was just a bunch of legal stuff going around it and... At this time that I ran the studio, sorry guys, I am everywhere. I promise I'll get I'll I'll get to it. It's some juicy news, and I'm I'm happy that I can be honest and authentic about it because not really speaking about this to many people definitely did a number on my my throat, my heart. And the only way to process hard things is to confront them and look at every single lesson that you learned from it and what you want to take away from it because the more we hold on to pain or we divert that and say okay I don't want to face this we ultimately store it in our bodies or in our emotions and so I opened this studio and it's a rough rocky start the assistant manager I had was she had a lot going on. I don't blame her for what she had going on. She had school and she was taking on all these classes and it became overwhelming. So she also was getting sick a lot, which was very strange. She was getting sick all the time <laughs> and I was covering a lot of classes and managing 40 hours a week. I hit a burnout point 
and got really, really sick. And I believed that I was sick because of how much I was teaching in a heated studio at 104 with 40% humidity. I got to a point where I lost my voice. And as a teacher, your voice is very important. And for me, my voice has always been something that I've been insecure about. I've been weird about. Speaking publicly has always been very scary for me. And it's funny that now it's something I want to do. And it's something that I've wanted to confront. So losing my voice was hard. And I continued to push it and teach until one day... I noticed some mold in um, the bathroom and at that time I was so overwhelmed I I just didn't know what to do and so I told the owner who lives out of state about about it and he kind of brushed it off and got to a point where I was so sick I couldn't get out of bed I physically had nothing left to give and when you are in charge of a business and it's your baby and you can't show up, it just beats you down even more because you'll work yourself to the dirt to make sure it's successful. And when you physically can't, you feel really defeated. I ended up getting COVID and I didn't think much of the black mold. I just kind of ignored it. I was like, okay, there's some mold there. Um, I'll quarantine for, you know, 14 days and then I'll come back to work and I'll I'll figure it out. Everything will be okay. We'll get it fixed. And I get back to work and sure enough, life gets busy and the owner's like, we're going to have someone come out there. We'll be on it. Just give it some time. We got to fix this humidity issue that we have. Uh, When you run a hot studio, there's a lot of humid air. And if there's no escape, that air just plays in the ceiling, hangs out. Hangs out with all that organic material, having a blast. It's just a a beautiful environment for black mold to grow. Lo and behold, they send people in to look at our HVAC to see what the issue is. And the owner at the time just said, hey, you know, we got to fix the HVAC before we can do anything with the mold and we have to run business. So that's, that's what it is. And in my heart, I knew I wasn't okay with that, and I didn't know much about black mold. I didn't know how harmful it could be, and I just continued to get sick and sick, and I could never get better, and I ultimately believed it was because I was teaching five classes a day in a heated room, sweating and just abusing my body. And I quit rock climbing, I quit running, I quit weight training because, again, all I wanted to do was make this work. It's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to make it work. I believed so much so that everything would be okay. And sure enough, it got to the point where the mold got worse and worse, and we had so much humidity in the ceiling that the ceiling tiles were falling through. And I got to a point where a ceiling tile fell through right when I was about to teach a class. And I I wanted to cry because I was like, how am I going to clean this up? What what, what do I do? Like, I have five minutes before class starts. And I look up in the ceiling and all along the top wall is mold. And I am like, what? 
and I talked to some of my friends and family about how I was feeling and how sick I was feeling and how much time I was spending at that studio and everyone said Jess black mold is really bad for you so so bad and you being in it that much is why you're not getting better as a matter of fact you could have mold poisoning I sat with that and I sat with knowing that other people are in this studio and this is a place for people to be healthy for people to come and relax and unwind and feel safe and in tune this baby that I had this this thing that I built was hurting people not helping people and the person who owns it didn't want to come didn't want to see what was going on and I felt lost, alone, scared, and I felt like a bad person because I didn't know what to do. And so I sat with that feeling, and ultimately I decided that I couldn't do this anymore and that I refused to work or run a business and put anybody, anybody's health at jeopardy. It wasn't right. So I told him, no, I'm not doing this anymore. I stood up for myself, and sure enough, the studio was shut down for repair. It was shut down for repair in January 2022. And as of yesterday, they have announced that they will be permanently shutting down. After months of telling me, telling the students that everything was going to be fine and it would be fixed. Now, there's a lot when it comes to a new building and a hot studio and contractors, you know, a big lawsuit between who's, who's at fault for the build-out not being correct. And in that time, I wasn't able to teach, which is my passion. It is, it is the way that I can give back. It is, it is the, the thing that holds me down and keeps me humble, happy, it's, it's my life. I can't express how, how sad I was to not be able to see my students and to be told that if I look for other work during this time, me being the only full-time employee, that I would, would not get paid or I'd have to back pay my salary. And they said, well, you're going to now do computer work for our other studios. Fine. Got it. You know, I didn't, I didn't expect it to be this long. I, I was told, oh, one week. One week became three weeks. And sure enough, here we are. Two months out. And it again didn't sit right with me a second time. I didn't know what to do. But when you find out what's not in alignment with you, it feels good to come back home to what is, to the things that are important. Now, this company, their their values were a lot different than what I initially like when it comes to me teaching. I, I like to be creative, and some of my favorite parts about teaching are creating flows that are going to give people a wide range of movement that's safe, that helps them feel empowered, and helps them build if it's strength, if it's learning to let go, or even if it's getting into those deeper stretches. 
ultimately the creative process is important to me. And the company I was working for um, decided that they wanted everybody to be this very similar in their energy and in the way that they teach and the way that they speak. I have a soft voice. I love my voice. I, I love it. I love who I am and I can still teach high energy classes and still have this, this voice. But right from the get-go, they had asked me to change a lot of parts about my teaching that didn't sit well with me. But again, like when you think that you have a good opportunity and you want to do well, you'll change things about yourself that are non-negotiables, but you'll do it because you think that it's going to make you a better person. It's going to make others like you more. Here's the thing. Jobs can help you grow and develop, but if you're asked to change who you are, how you speak, and when it's not like you were speaking badly or you weren't doing well, it's just they don't want you to be who you are. They want you to be who they are. Everybody is different. Every company is different. I learned I am not a corporate yoga kind of person. I, it's not for me. I, I need, I need my creative space. I gotta be creative. So with all of these things coming together and having this time to sit and realize the values of this company and some of the things that they were doing that just felt wrong, I ultimately decided to leave before they closed. I stepped down as a studio manager and to help them transition, I offered to teach classes until they uh, find some new teachers once they reopen and to be a support in any way that they need, but I couldn't be a studio manager and I didn't resonate with the work that they had me doing at the time. Didn't feel authentic to me. And I settled into that decision and once I had made that choice, I was able to actively look for other jobs as they were no longer paying me as an employee and I was an independent contractor. I found a couple other studios and I went back to some of the ones that I was teaching at prior to. And I got back to teaching the way that I teach, my style of yoga, what's comfortable to me and what my students love. And the students from, you know, from my old studio, the one I was managing, transitioned over and they were just as happy and even said, hey, you seem like you're, you're enjoying this more. You seem happier and I don't know what it is. I know what it is. It's, it's that letting go of people controlling you and putting false hope. I mean, I, I don't know. I wish that I wish that company the best. I want to have no negative things with them, but when you let go of the things that you're so fearful of losing and you're open to what the universe wants to give you, things unravel. You attract new things. I lived in fear that I wouldn't have another job and then it would be hard to find other places and all these things my mind likes to make up. But the truth is, I I found other places that, that want me there for me because of who I am, because the way that I speak. And they don't ask me to change. Yeah, every place has guidelines and things that they ask like, hey, can you 
you know, stay within this range of, you know, format or whatever else. Yes, there are sometimes things like that, unless you own your own business and you have your own studio, but it's different. It's so different. There's like a freeing feeling to it. I can't describe, but yep, yesterday news was officially released that they would not be reopening and they're going to permanently close after having issues with mold removal issues with HVAC problems so many issues and I, I I feel for the company because I know it's a huge loss and I couldn't imagine the amount of money that went into those repairs that now are just going to go down the drain and there's incredible loss for my students I miss them dearly so, so much. And some of the ones that I've transitioned to Yoga Box and some of the other places I teach, I'm I'm super thrilled. But here's the thing, like, when you realize what you don't want, you don't continue to look for that. And you don't take anything less than what you deserve. And when you start to live within that intention and you really focus on your values and when you see something that is just not in alignment and you pull away from it, you're open to other things. But if you dive into something because of fear, because of wanting the world to perceive you a certain way, then that's when things can get kind of dark. And so yesterday in my rainy run... I felt sad. I felt lost and scared. And as the rain hit my face, I just felt this cool, refreshing, it's going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. Have faith, trust. And with that, weather slowly cleared. And the sun's back out today. I realized that to have highs, you have to have lows. You must know what it is to not be valued. To learn how important it is when you are valued. So ultimately, friends, when it rains mood sets in. You're reminded of hard times, loss. I want you to remember that those storms pass, but they teach us so much. And when those storms come, it's time for retrospection.